Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Yes, I'm Biased, But Here's Why. I'm your host, Monique James. This is a podcast where we dive into polarizing topics and explore the things that influence how we feel about those topics, dare I say, our own bias. So please, share, like, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Let's dive in to today's topic. Welcome back and thank you for joining me on the Yes, I'm Biased, But Here's Why podcast. Today, uh, we're going to have a a short podcast. It's just something I kind of want to get off my chest. Um, I've had this conversation with many people over the years um, as an adult. I think I've started having the conversation very, very um, early in my adult years, probably 1920. um, I just started to feel very strongly about it as an issue. So... It's just something I want to express. Um, I might come back to it later and maybe welcome a guest onto the pod so that, you know, we could get a different perspective. But I just want to I just want to talk about it. Um, And that topic is the N word. Mm hmm. The N word. I don't think anybody should ever use the word. Yep. I'm biased. But here's why. My very first experience ever being called the N-word, I was called that word by a black man. And it was not the endearing word that ends with an A. He called me a house N-word. I was working. Um, This was my first job out of college. I was working for a rental car company and I would do like the insurance replacement rental. So not at the airport, but like at small locations. And so, um, you know, when people, they, they would wreck their car and they would come in and rent the car through the body shop and stuff like that. So, um, I had, I was in the location by myself. The manager had gone to like, you know, deal with a customer or something. I was probably hmm, six months into the role. So I knew what I was doing. It wasn't like I was, um, inexperienced. I knew what I was doing. Uh, I'm in there by myself. The guy comes in with his um, girlfriend and he's, you know, he's bringing back his car. So I go check out the car. I come in and I go to close out the ticket and I tell him how much it is. And he says, why is it that much? So I go over it with him. You had it for this many days. What he didn't understand is that when you do an insurance replacement rental, it's billed by the day as opposed to by the 24 hours. So if you run from the airport, it's like if you get it at three, you bring it back the next day at three. That's one day. An insurance replacement, you come on Tuesday, that's one day, Wednesday, you know, so forth. So he didn't have an understanding of that. So I was explaining it to him. And then he started to get upset and he was like, you know, F that, um, you know, that's not how this works, whatever. This is not how it's going to go down. So I'm like, hmm, how am I going to handle this? And initially I wasn't, I wasn't afraid. I was just kind of like, how am I going to? get him to understand that this is how this works now mind you i'm not the manager i can't override anything like this is this is what has to happen this is how it's you know i gotta close the ticket out this way so in any event um he's going off what i don't know at the time is that there's a panic button in the front so my manager never told me that but that's neither here nor there he starts to get super aggressive now mind you this man is probably um, he's probably six, four, a solid, like 300 pounds. So he's a very large man. I was not intimidated by him whatsoever in our initial, 
um, interaction. But he started to yell at me. Um, he came and kind of leaned over the counter at me. His girlfriend is now not calming him down, but she is joining in. Um, and I'm just trying to explain to him, you know, why we are where we are. And I'm like, the manager is not here, so I can't, you know, I can't change this. This is what the ticket is. He then says, oh, that's how it's going to be. Oh, that's, that's what you're going to do. You ain't nothing but a house N-word. When I tell you the feeling that I had when he called me that was as if I was experiencing all of the pain, the emotional pain and anguish of my ancestors. And I'm not exaggerating. I had never been called that word. And mind you, I went to a predominantly white high school, um, a prep school, and a predominantly white college and I had never been called that word um in that way and I was just like that was really painful and you know ultimately my manager got back he just kind of gave the guy whatever he wanted and which was frustrating to me because I was like I was I just endured all of that just for you to kind of bend um but beyond that um, he, he said, you know, there's a panic button right here. He said, don't ever let yourself stay in a situation where, you know, you're, you feel afraid. And I was kind of, I was like, back then I wish I had known. I think if I was in that situation right now, I would not hit a panic button and have the police come, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but that's why I'm biased about that word. My experience with it from a, a, the mouth of a black person was painful and I just don't think that it should ever be used. I don't think it has been co-opted. I don't think it has been repurposed. I don't think it, like every time I hear it, whether it's in, you know, if I'm in the gym and I hear it in rap songs that are being played, whatever it is, every time I hear it, I have the same kind of reaction not the one of um hurt and pain that I had when I when it was used towards me but I always have this feeling like oh I wish we would not I wish we didn't say that um you know the history of the word I it's not a word that we needed to we needed to take back or claim it still has the same level of power that it had when it was being used against, you know, enslaved Africans from 1619 on. It still has the same power. And how do I know it still has that same power? Because black people, we are fine with saying it to one another if we change the ending. That's my N word. Stop playing N-word, right? We are not okay if a white person calls us that. It still has the same level of power. And so while I understand it, I understand, I understand black people saying, you know, it's ours, we can use it, you cannot. I get that intellectually. But when you really look at it, because it still has the same negative power, why do we use it? It just shouldn't be used. You know, historically, it, it was never meant as a, 
as a positive thing. It it was never, you know, it, it's from the Spanish for the Spanish word for black is negro, right? Well, eventually it morphed into this is how I'm going to abuse you verbally. Right? This is when people, when racists want to um, send a family a message that they don't want them in their neighborhood, what do they spray paint on their on their property? The N-word. When they, you know, when people really want to get under the skin of black people, when they really want to express their hate, they really want to um, make it clear how much they don't care for a black person that's their go-to you know it doesn't matter how many times they come back and say oh i was drunk um i i didn't mean it that's not who i am it is who you are it is who you are there's a portion of scripture um from the bible that says out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks and so when you use that word in a vitriolic way that's exactly who you are you meant it that's how you feel you couldn't you can't get me um compromised enough. I can't be unaware enough to call somebody a racial slur cuz that's not in me. So when you if you get drunk and the first thing that comes out of your mouth when you get mad at a black person is the n word, that's in you, boo. That's just part of who you are. You like you need to deal with that internally. And so if if we are Asking corporations to do racial sensitivity training so that people will not use certain terms. Why are we contributing to the continued existence of that word in our culture? Why? It's, it's so damaging. It's so painful. Historically, it's so hurtful. I listened to um, a Maya Angelou conversation. I think she was having this conversation with Oprah. Um, But I listened to this conversation and I was watching this live. So this is a number of years ago when Maya Angelou was still living. And she said, poison in a different jar is still poison. That is how she explained why she doesn't use pejorative or why she didn't use pejorative language. Poison. She said, if you take poison, usually if you have, if, you know, especially like old school, you know, really old, if something was poison, it would have like skull and crossbones on the jar or on the container, right? She said, if you, if, if you look at that, you know, that's poison. She said, if you take that poison and pour it out of that jar and pour it into a jar that has flowers on it, it's still poison. And that's the way I see the N-word. It is poisonous um, at every level. Because what happens is when people start to get really comfortable with black culture, if it was something that, you know, it could, it could just be a family thing, maybe I would be, I would feel less um, negatively towards this continued use. But when you have so many people that are enthralled with and that embrace the things of black culture, particularly music, um, then you start getting other people who feel like they can adopt that word and use it in the same way that black people use it when they, you know, when they're talking in endearing terms. I have heard 
people of all nationalities say like you know, in their in their regular language just use the word like that and we're crazy i'm sorry what i'm sorry who told you that was okay i know we did because we invited you to consume our culture without any instructions for how to then uh, regurgitate, you know, what you feel after you consume that culture. If you're coming out, if you're coming, if you're listening to a rap song, listening to hip hop or whatever it is, and, and you come out of that listening experience feeling like you're part of black culture or like you understand or, or whatever it is. And like, this is, this, I, I, I vibe with this you're probably going to start picking up some of the things that you heard in those songs, the N-word being one of those. I remember being in the gym um, and there was unedited rap music being played, two white guys. And I was just watching because it was like a competition going on. And I'm, I was just looking. I wasn't part of the comp. I was, I was just watching two white guys um, are, are rapping like singing along to this song really hard. I mean, they are going. Here comes the N-word. They both say it. They did not censor themselves. They immediately turn around and look at me. I was just like, if don't look at me. If you think it's okay, it can't not be okay because I'm here. You think it's okay. And that's really just my point. I don't want to belabor the point. I said this was going to be a short episode. I just feel like it's pejorative. The N-word is damaging. It's hurtful. It has a painful history. Every time I hear it, it is as if I'm reading, you know, the history of the brutality that African Africans who were enslaved, enslaved endured. And not just them, but, you know, my grandmother was born in the Jim, the Jim Crow South. And she told stories about being called the N-word by the white kids who were on the bus when her and her siblings are walking home. I can't hear the N-word and not hear my grandma being abused with it or, you know, my ancestors being abused with it. So, yeah, that is my bias. Like that's I feel it when people say it. Even even when we use it in a way that is supposed to be endearing, I feel it in a way that gets me, it gets me all the way to my core and I can't unfeel that. And so I really just wish we would stop using it. Um, it's wishful thinking. I know that it is unlikely, but this is my pod, so I decided to talk about it. Um, but that's it. Um, please feel free to like share, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for your continued support and hit me with some things that, you know, feel free to, to respond, react, um, and hit me with some things that maybe you're biased about or um, know other people who are and you want to want me to talk about it. Thanks again. Um, keep listening and I'm out.